Welcome to the Unstoppable Imparable Podcast. My name is Alejandro Marquez and I'm going to be your host on this show. I'm a time on Lean System Strategies, best-selling author and international speaker, and I'm here to bring you over 10 years of experience of bending time to do all the things I want, from graduating from two degrees and two masters to working in top law firms, research centers, and as a criminal law professor, to building and growing my own business while always enjoying plenty of quality time with my loved ones. Tune in for all the tips, tricks, actionable tools, and incredible guests to become unstoppable, achieve your goals without burning out, and create the life of your dreams. And yes, as you might notice, this is a bilingual podcast, so let's get this fiesta started. Welcome, Heather, to the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. I'm so, so excited to have you here today and to be able to see you from such a long time. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. I want to formally introduce you to my audience so they get to know how amazing you are because you and I know each other for, I would say, already a long time. Yes. <laughs> it's been quite some <laughs> years and it's it's happened so fast. So Heather Ramo, it's a personal brand and story coach for female solopreneurs. And as the founder of Story Tell Her, she teaches uh, her clients how to build their personal brand and share their story so they can connect with their dream clients and confidently market their business online. Her expertise is in creating compelling content through soulful storytelling and international copywriting. Oh, intentional, not international. I mean, <laughs> it can be international as can well. Be I both. Yeah, I know. All over the world. <laughs> it's true. Now we can work all over the world. So intentional, yes. international copywriting. And she has been featured on numerous podcasts and published in Medium and Authority Magazine. So welcome again, Heather. And I just can't wait to share all the things with our audience. Yes, there are so many good things that we can talk about. I'm so excited for this. So thank you for having me. It's going to be so fun. So thank you for saying yes to the invitation. <laughs> and today's topic, I know you've helped me a lot since the beginning. It's how to build that personal brand. So that mm -hmm. people can connect with you, like how to share your message in a way that feels authentic, that doesn't feel so salesy, but at yes. the same time, being strategic about it. So the first thing I always love to know is how, how you started this journey. What made you become a personal brand and story coach? Yeah, so this is definitely, I feel like everyone's stories are a little bit windy and long-winded. And honestly, my story is what got me into this space. It's kind of how I ended up here through trying a bunch of different things and seeing what worked and what didn't. But, you know, for me, for my entire life, I've always loved stories. There's something that just really makes me feel connected to not only like my own self and my own story through seeing others experiences, but it has just several times throughout my life made me feel less alone and made me feel more connected to other people on similar journeys and even on different journeys. So that's something that I've always loved is not only the story itself, but the art of storytelling, like how do you actually tell a story? 
And that for me has manifested in writing. It has manifested in visual arts. It's manifested in brand strategy, all these different things that I have done throughout my career. It all kind of came back to storytelling. And so a little bit about my background is I started in corporate America for a handful of years doing kind of traditional consulting work and never really loved what I was doing there, but I love the ability to craft a story, to be able to look at what my client was doing well and what the opportunities were and be able to not just tell them, hey, here's maybe a gap or here's an opportunity for you to be better, but to craft a story about why that mattered. And so throughout that time in corporate, I didn't love what I was doing, but I love the ability to inspire and connect and almost, I would say, cast a vision for the future through a story. When I decided that I no longer wanted to be in corporate and I wanted to start my own business, storytelling was always the root of what I was doing, except I didn't quite know the medium or the exact methodology or modality of what I would be doing. I started off with some graphic design. I did brand design for a while. I did more like brand strategy and marketing strategy. And as each of those like businesses or kind of ideas, they showed me that it wasn't quite it. There, that wasn't quite what I wanted to do, but I knew that like that, that thread or that connection was always about the story. And I think the other piece is as I was going through that journey, right, of trying to figure out like, what do I want to do? What is going to make me feel fulfilled and happy the actual process of building my personal brand led me there. I always say that if you're feeling stuck or if you're feeling misaligned or if you're feeling like what you're doing isn't quite it or it's not quite there or there's something else, the activity and exercise of revisiting or even evolving your personal brand will give you the answers that you're looking for. So in my like long-winded story here, basically I got into this work not only because my own story led me there, but it's because what I true it's it's what I truly believe my passion and my purpose to be is to help other people find those answers for themselves. I love it and it's so key to understand that yeah. we evolve as people yes. we evolve as a brand as a business yes. and that's okay so that revisiting that readjusting it's not only needed but it's a key in everything that you're doing so I feel yes. like a lot of people feel so afraid when there's oh my god I, I'm looking forward to something else or what if I try this what if I try that and they feel a little suppress or they're yes. holding themselves back just because they're afraid of changing a couple things you can change your business can change and I love how it also through storytelling you can share the message behind it you can share why you pivot you can share yes. what's the purpose behind all of that yeah one of the things oh, that 100%. I'm percent <laughs> yeah it's true and one of the things that I must say is I always find really annoying when someone says just share your story like that was the yes. magic answer to all the questions when it comes to branding when it comes to storytelling mm -hmm. it's just share your story and you're like I have no idea how to start I have no idea 
how yes. to structure the thing. So what do I do with that advice? What do you think about this? Oh, well, I completely agree with you. So I think the concept of like, oh, just share your story or just tell people who you are, share yourself, be authentic. I think that is actually terrible advice and hear me out because it is also a piece of advice that we have heard so much lately and not for the not for the wrong reasons right the people who give this advice their intentions are pure they are good intentions but here's why that piece of advice is not great because if you don't know how to start where to start or how to protect the more sacred and vulnerable and scary parts of your story, a few things could happen. So you could end up sharing something that inadvertently makes you really uncomfortable, or it doesn't have a bigger connection to the moral of the story or the purpose of the story, like why you are sharing this. So then you might have that angsty feeling in the back of your mind that you overshared or you overstepped or you're fearful of judgment or criticism. Um, so that's, you know, one piece of it too, but we can often just not know what part of our story to share when you think about your entire life is a story mm -hmm. and someone asks you to just tell them about it. Where, what do you lean into? What do you grab onto? Like, what is, what is the arc of the story that you share? And when people say that advice so flippantly without giving any instruction on how or what prompts or thinking about what is the outcome? How do I want somebody to feel from this story? What do I want them to see of me or think of me? Without those pieces as well, that advice is just overwhelming and it can be actually be quite harmful and damaging to your brand, but also your own emotional well-being. It's so good what you say, and, and I'm totally agree, because sometimes yeah. when you hear that phrase, just share your story, share what's going on and all the things, you get to that emotional ups and down, that vulnerability that you obviously want to protect mm -hmm. your brand, and you have no idea how to communicate what you're also learning. So having that strategy, that structure, or at least knowing those prompts, I feel like it's it's so important. And that was one yeah. of the biggest things when I started to share my story. I was like, what do I say? Yes. <laughs> what was my up? What was my down? Like, how, how can I extract something that's useful for someone else? Because sharing your story just for the, um, for the sake of sharing something and expecting other people to receive something yeah. out of there, it's completely different. If you have no idea yes. what you want to actually get them, not only do, but think or feel, it's it's completely different. So I, I yes. feel like it's great to inspire others when it comes to storytelling. And I feel like, yes, yeah, sharing a story, it's so enticing and relatable. But also as a business owners, how can we create content that makes people both feel, think, but actually take action? Yeah, a lot of it comes from that place of empowerment. So when you think about telling your story in a really effective and compelling and captivating way, you have to be fully behind your own story, right? So that often can require some healing or that can require some processing. And you have to be able to arrive at your story from a place of empowerment. And that often takes 
time and it takes consistency and it takes revisiting that story over and over and over again in your own writing and in your own content to be able to feel really confident about sharing. So that's the other thing I just wanted to add from your, your question before about how that piece of advice, like share your story, just put it out there. You really need to make sure you're coming at that from an empowered perspective. And that directly connects to how do we create content that not only like you said, not only empowers, right? Because the concept of personal branding is to empower others, to inspire others, to project and put out this certain perspective into social media and into the world. But we also want people to take action, whether that is as business owners, that's to work with us. It's to book that call. It's to download our course or our freebie or invest, you know, whatever that might be. Um, but beyond just being business owners, it's about inspiring others to take action to better their own lives or perhaps to step further than they would um, if they didn't have that story from us about maybe it's possible for me too, or maybe if they overcame this villain or, you know, this obstacle, it's, it's powerful and important for me to be able to do that too. So I think it's thinking about, you know, how do you put yourself in your audience's shoes or how do you really put yourself and your story into a mirror that they can see themselves in your story. I think that's one of the most powerful art forms of storytelling is using your own experiences to not only show your reader or your listener that you see them and you've been there and you understand what they're going through, but also that if you were able to overcome this or achieve this or create this, that they can too. Because when we think about it, taking action is all about emotional belief that something is possible for us. And if it's possible for you, maybe it's possible for me too. I feel so related to that because every time that I took action is because I saw someone yes. doing it. And I was like, I can do it too. You cannot yes. tell me I can. If they can, I can. So it's, it's yes. so nice when you put that mural and you start feeling not only inspired, but also you get to feel that pull, I don't know, that pull that gets you into action. And I feel, yes, as you say, like this is part of that arc that you want yes. people to, to start following. So what will be the main ingredients on a personal, on an effective personal brand story, considering yes. both the mural and everything that we just said? Yes. Okay. So some of my favorite ingredients, right? Thinking about your personal brand story. The first thing that you always want to do is establish yourself as a flawed character. And that can be tricky from the start, right? Because we innately don't want to admit that we are flawed. I think that's one of the biggest challenges with storytelling in the industry today is we tell, we still have these polished stories and not that your story can't be polished or kind of molded a little bit, but you have to establish yourself as flawed. The reason for that is no one relates to a perfect character. No one relates to a perfect story because we as humans are imperfect. So some ways that at the start of your story and throughout your story, you can establish yourself as a real flawed, imperfect human 
is to think about what were some of the obstacles that I was facing at the start of the story. And the start of the story will be different depending on what story you're telling, for what audience, for what purpose, right? So thinking about where is the start, where is the before, how can I show my reader or my audience, whoever is digesting the story, that I have some flaws. Maybe there's something mindset-wise I'm really struggling with. Maybe it is more tangible, like I am about to run out of money and I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. Maybe it is, you know, whatever, whatever it might be for those flaws, that is the first key ingredient. Because if you don't establish any type of relatability or any type of true realness, people are not going to latch on to that story. And they're not going to want to be invested to keep listening or to keep reading. And it goes right into the second piece of the ingredients, which is conflict or tension. So this actually goes back to science, wherein if our brains perceive that there is danger or conflict or tension, we actually pay attention to that because we perceive we might be in danger. We might need to pay attention to this. We might need to learn this lesson so we can protect ourselves, right? If everything is kind of fine and dandy and there's no perceived tension, we our brains are going to turn off. They're going to conserve calories and energy because we don't need to be invested. So once you've established yourself as flawed, there's got to be some sort of tension to start building the story, whether that is an internal conflict, whether that is, again, something more like physical or tangible happening, an event in real life. It's always about thinking, how do I start to pay attention to that conflict or that tension? So that is the second key ingredient. Um, And then I always say from there, it's what is the villain or what is like that it's, it's different than a conflict because it's often that thing that you're going up against or that obstacle. Mm -hmm. And what's really important about the villain is that your reader has to be able to see themselves fighting that same villain, or they have to be able to want to overcome that villain for themselves. And what that does is it builds a sense of camaraderie. So that reader is also cheering you on because they want to see themselves overcome that villain. They want to see themselves overcome that obstacle or that mindset piece. And so when you have this flawed character that you've established yourself as, when you have some tension building and when you have something you're fighting against, those are three, I would say the three biggest pieces of a really compelling personal brand story that just captures people. They're right, they're captivated and they want to learn what happens at the end of that story. I already want to know what happens at the end of the story. I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, keep keep telling me the story. It's it's yeah. impressive. And I love the way you t- uh, you tell everything. That's why you're the storyteller. <laughs> I I find that sometimes we, as you say, you don't want to be perceived as flaw. Uh, you will always want to be flawless. You want to be perfect, yeah. but that's not relatable, and that's not going to create any connections that you want with your potential clients. So having this reminder, I feel it's so important. And then the three-part structure, I will keep it in my mind for sure yeah. for all the stories that I tell from now on. 
And I feel like there's something also behind having this personal story very strong and developing your personal brand effectively. And it's that you save a lot of time with that as well. You're not yes. thinking that much about all the content that you're creating and how you connect with the pre- the people. So how you how you feel about that? How you can save yes. some time when it comes to your personal branding by going through the storytelling? Oh, so much time. Not only time too, but effort and effort like equals time, right? They're all so connected. I think, okay, there's numerous ways. When you not only have a clear sense of your story, when I say story, I'm talking about that overall brand story, but also some of those smaller or more micro stories or those themes that show up repeatedly in your own journey. When you not only have a clear sense of what they are, you save so much time because you're not thinking, what kind of content should I create? Or how do I make this content feel more like me? Or how do I make it more relatable? You know, all those questions when we sit down at our laptop and we've got that blank Google Doc in front of us, or we're like, oh, shoot, I should post on Instagram today. What should I say? When you have a solid personal brand, those questions just evaporate or they're not as they're not they don't take as much time from you because you already know the answers you already know the stories that you can tell and here's the other thing that will save you time is when it when it comes to your inbound clients or your lead generation or just your perception in the marketplace when you have a clear story people latch onto that And when they feel connected to that story, where they see themselves in your story, they tend to share your work or they tell other people about you. And so when you have those consistent messages all across social media, all across different networking groups, people, that message spreads. And when it's consistent, it makes sense. It's familiar. And so people then come to you knowing what you stand for, what your brand is, what your story is. So not only can it save you time on just the content creation, but it also can save you time with marketing too, because your your story will actually spread itself if it is compelling and captivates the right people. I mean, who doesn't love that? Who doesn't yeah. want to spend less time building both the brand, the content, and the marketing efforts. I'm absolutely in with this. And this also relates with one of the questions that I have to ask all the time, because, you know, this is the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. So how infusing this storytelling into your strategy will actually help you become unstoppable? Oh, yes. Okay. So many, many ways that you can go about this. I think one of the biggest ways that infusing storytelling into any strategy, whether it's marketing, branding, outreach, whatever it is, and it makes you unstoppable because you are relatable and people connect with you. That is not something that is that you can really fake. It's not something that you can, to an extent that you can buy, right? You can certainly get quick wins. You can, you know, do a lot of cutting corners type things, but think about the consistency piece. 
of personal branding. Think about the longevity, the sustainability, and how when you tell your story and when you build an emotional connection with people, they will stay with you no matter what you pivot to or how you evolve because people fall in love with you as a human and they become really invested in how you are evolving and changing and they want to be in your world. So I think when you're able to pair the really emotional piece of kind of the human existence, like human relationships, that's all emotion. When you're able to pair that with strategy, storytelling is what brings the two of them together. And I believe for men, women, anyone who who wants to have a business or multiple businesses or really create a lifelong relationship with their audience through whatever comes their way, storytelling is what is going to make you unstoppable. So good. And we basically went full circle because we started saying it's okay to pivot, it's okay to change. And this is exactly what will make you unstoppable because people will still follow you because they're connected to you and not what you were doing at that point. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all the goodness. But before we go, how can people get in touch with you, how they can follow your journey? And also, how can they work with you? Because you do one amazing work. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. So I am always on Instagram. It's one of my favorite places to hang out. So that is definitely a great place to find me. Send me a DM. Let me know that you heard this podcast and I'd love to chat a little bit more. I also have some free resources on my website. I have a personal branding guide um, and I'm always adding just new templates, resources, a bunch of free stuff to help you as you start to think about how do you build a personal brand? Some of those questions are really big and can be really confusing. So I have guides, I have freebies. And then of course, you can also work with me in both one-on-one and group capacities. So I offer personalized one-on-one coaching and I do have a group program that I will be launching again this fall. So you can get on the wait list for that if you visit my website. Awesome. Yes. You'll have all the links right in the show notes for this episode the Instagram handle, the website, all the things so you can easily find access to all these amazing resources. So thank you again for joining us, Heather. It has been such a pleasure and I really hope everybody listening to this episode will spend a little bit more time up front to build their story, to work on their storytelling skills, because that will save you also a lot of time in the afterwards. So (laughs) thank you and I hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Unstoppable Imparable podcast. I appreciate you all for being here. And I always love hearing back from you. So please reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and send me a DM. And if you love what you listen, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes and share with those who might love it as well. I'll see you on the next episode.